1: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
0: Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane and I'm the host and I'm here inviting men to share to unpack their baggage to milk the shaft of insight, and see what viscous conclusions we can come to about the male psyche. All metaphors intentional. Uh, we have wide-ranging subjects. Sometimes we go deep, sometimes we go funny. Sometimes it can be frippery almost, like Christmas gifting, that then leads to some deep psychological insight about the way men value commercial worth and love. It's crazy where some of these episodes end up. i never forget a little warm-up question on height, t- t- leading to 90 minutes of chat and the subject never beginning. Men are messed up in the most interesting and wonderful way. And if I can monetize that through a podcast, fucking go me. Uh, Today, we're talking about a subject that everyone will have an opinion on stubbornness. It controls every aspect of our life, from our leaders and their economic policies, right through to our relationships and the children we're trying to raise. And the man's head who I'm drilling into for insight is going to be doubly interesting. I'm joined by the one, the only, Dr. Ranj Singh. If you don't know who he is, switch off and fuck off, you've lost my respect. (laughs) But you'll see him all, as well as being an actual real-life doctor that I'm now sort of seeing face-to-face, itself a miracle. Uh, You'll see him (laughs) sort of like, you know Jurassic Park when Richard Attenborough sees a giant for the first time. <laughs> A GP approaches. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like Jurassic Park and you'll evolve ovaries and you could be both male and female GPs and breed with yourself and create oh, more. Gosh. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, Dr. Ranch legend. You'll see him all over TV. In, but insightful, charming, excellent dancer. Is there nothing this guy can't do? We'll soon find out. But first of all, thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, my pleasure. Uh, the other reason I think you're going to be brilliant is normally when I'm asking gendered questions which are triggering on purpose such as are men more stubborn You're going to have such a brilliant insight on this for the amount of men you must get through in surgery, in practice, where stubbornness almost has a pathology and an NHS (laughs) page of its own. In fact, one could go as far to argue that stubbornness is one of the leading causes of men in physical death. I mean, it took my dad. I've got a chest pain. I'll just ignore that till bye bye in 2003. (laughs) Stubbornness is as deadly as some of the cancers and heart pains that come with it in men. We know this. It's fucking dangerous. I'm absolutely fascinated to get your opinion on that. But before we do, Ranch, just in case we drift into sexist generalisations of, well, you know what women are like. We have a strong female (laughs) presence, a lady auditor, Lindsay Kane is in the house. Well, it's my wife, there's no way of dressing it up. Uh, any, <laughs> <laughs> anything to save on the budget, but herself uh, o- a, stu- a stubborn entrepreneur and successful woman in her own right, as well as having the personalities of triplets rammed into her angry, tiny, part Italian head. Uh, she- it'll be really interesting to get her insights as well. <laughs> So, Dr. Ranch, first of all, anything, this is the plugging moment where we talk about anything coming out that we can get excited about. I mean, you're already doing loads. It blows my mind you'd have time to do more, but anything coming up?
2: Oh, what's coming up? Um, I'm doing Panto again this year. Up oh, in amazing. Birmingham at the Hippodrome. It's Dick Whittington. What a room! <laughs>
0: no, for people that for people that don't know about theatre, Birmingham Hippodrome is an amazing, absolutely massive wow. room for pantos. About two thousand seats. Exactly. You must be nervous.
2: I am nervous and excited in equal measures. I've not ever been to the Birmingham Hippodrome. I'm it's beautiful.
0: So beautiful. Stupidly
2: excited about that. I love panto. So for yeah. me, pantomime it's it's a magical, wonderful, lovely time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something that the whole family get behind. The number of kids that I see
0: and their families that just adore pantomime. We're going to have to bloody come to this. It's not far from us. Yeah. can do it's, a couple of hours. Exactly. Yeah. A matinee brewing, but... I feel a matinee brewing.
2: <laughs> yes, get in there. Um, for me, it's just, it's it's pure escapism. So I've not I'm not theatre trained or anything like that. But I love theatre. I love music. Operating theatre yeah. trained, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I trained not this kind of theatre. Um, for me, it's, it's the perfect escapism. I get yep. to escape from London. I get to escape from my job, mm-hmm. <laughs> as much yeah. as I love my job. Yep. I get to go yep. away and enter this magical land yes. with these incredible people who I just look at and think, "Oh my gosh, how do you
0: do this?" And this year, I'm going to be doing with Marty Pello. Oh, I mean, wow! Do we even, do we need to check which part you're playing? For those who don't know, it looks like Disney put Ranch together before he was born. I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm I'm playing the spirit of the bells or the spirit oh. of the bell end. Okay, I was going to <laughs> <was gonna> say.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you said it because it entered my head. And made it... <laughs>
2: I have no idea what the part entails. It used really, made by Julian Clary. I'm obviously not going to be. I just assume you'd be Prince like Charming.
0: Julian. You've got, you've got the,
2: you've got Disney face. I've got the <laughs> Disney face. I am, I am literally Aladdin personified, aren't I? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Bloody. I had awesome. Aladdin last night. Boom boom. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Russell. You do the jokes here. I, <laughs> you
0: I, quite, like, I quite like that one. <laughs> um we're talking about um stubbornness now um i'm going to ask you a very general question here Ranj, but it holds more weight with because of what you do for a living you'll see middle class working class old young gen z crusty old boomers are men more stubborn than women particularly let's come at it from a health point of view
2: yeah i mean to be honest to a large extent you're correct so a lot of people assume that I'm a GP. I'm not actually a GP, Russell. I work with no, no, a no. and I work, no, no. and I work with children. But I do come across a lot of people in healthcare settings. Of course, and in your training, and, you must
0: have been with all, seen yeah, all types of patients.
2: Exactly, exactly. And being a bloke myself, last time I checked,
0: which is never. Who checks their balls? What a waste <laughs> of time.
2: <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I think stubbornness. If you're going to generalise, yeah, you could say that blokes, males are, are much more likely to exhibit that kind of behaviour. But it's—I I always like to think about well, where's that feeling coming from, and it's stubbornness is the inflexibility, it's the resistance to change, and it's the assumption that you are right, <laughs> and you are right whatever you say, you do, you feel is right, and that comes from I think the reason more blokes maybe are prone to this kind of thing is because society makes blokes think that they're always right,
0: (laughs) doesn't it? Mm.
2: Let's be honest. If you're a boy, you're more likely to be more privileged in many ways, you know, that whole male privilege thing. And and I think that breeds a kind of, I call it a slightly toxic trait, actually, that boys feel like they're always right. And (laughs) girls are always going to be the ones who are more, you know, open to change and possibility.
0: On the day we're recording this, you've seen a very interesting example of it. Where the day we're recording it, it's just been after a um, few days after. Trusses and Kuateng's controversial tax cuts for the rich as it's being called budget with interest rates now spiralling. It looks like the country is going to the bloody dogs. In fact, if you work it out, middle class person who's about to save 10 grand on their bills, uh, 10 grand on their tax bill, is, will spend exactly 10 grand more on their interest on their mortgage, making the whole thing completely fucking pointless. Yeah. Now, when you compare that to when Diane Abbott got a few sums wrong on telly, which led to no consequence because she was just thinking, like, not making policy. Yeah. Whereas Kwarteng, who's actually changed policy and collapsed the pound, <laughs> she got in more shit. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so it seems to be men can entrench their position, be more stubborn and go, I'm right and I'm going to hold it. And there's le- there's literally less consequence. So this maybe, Lindsay, this, you know, Dr Ranji's right. This stubbornness is bred in boyhood. Now, we're staying on the commercial uh, side of things at the moment. We will cross over the threshold to the emotional stubbornness in a moment, Lindsay. Don't you worry. But do you think that's this sort of male privilege leads to men, whether they be leaders, business people, men in the workplace, going, oh, "I'm right, wait and see, hold it out."
1: Yeah, well, like like you say, the emotional side is completely different. So I would agree with what you've said, Doctor Rand. In I do think it is different, and I do think that men in in that sort of position, yeah.
0: So, for example, we've had a live situation in our family where we've just been begging your dad to go for a hearing test for about two years, Oh yeah. and then we're please go for it. Whereas with a woman, if you You were like, do you know what? You've got a slight lump on your temple. You might want to get that checked, Kelly. I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to get checked out. You do not mess with that. I had an auntie who died from breast cancer. And boom, they're off to the doctor. Two years of nagging it took to get my father-in-law. It wasn't until... A recent bit of research was published correlating dementia with loss yeah. of hearing, which is fascinating, by the way. Look it up. It appears to be if you're not tuning into the minutiae of conversation and thing around you, start tuning out generally. The cogs don't get oiled and there's a correlation with dementia. It wasn't until I thrust that under my father-in-law's face we finally got him to Specsavers, confusingly, for a hearing test. And lo and behold, he's now got like the, you know, the DB5000 Bluetooth bad boys in and he's loving life. He can switch, he can switch my mother in law off at will and he can also take a phone call right up his cochlea. He's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, took right two
2: yeah, yeah. years.
0: Yeah. Now, and that, yeah. that happens with lumps on testicles and chest pains. I know it yeah. is because testicular cancer, something else I've been involved in, is one of the easiestly detectable and treatable cancers if, you, if you're lucky enough to get a lump on the surface of your testicle how many men walk around with lumps and then it's already spread it's such an unnecessary yeah. death rate purely based on i'm right i'm a man i i'm all right i know i i know my body i know my, i'm not doing that i don't need some flash posh i telling yeah. me what to do there's a lot of that that goes on with masculinity lens and it's a killer
1: yeah but there are i mean i'm just judging it from my family the females are very stubborn medically as well. Like, you know, it would be fine, it would be fine. It's just a cyst or whatever.
0: Yeah, but the, st- the statistics suggest both in mental health and physical health, sadly, there's only one ultimate measure that you don't need to do a double-blind, placebo-controlled trial on, and that is pegging it. And yeah. it is a killer of men. Stubbornness, Mm. both to share whether it's sharing a problem, whether it's confiding in a a male or female friend or your wife that you're worried about money or stress or whatever, or whether it's ignoring something that's happening to your body.
1: Yeah, no, it's true.
0: You definitely see that in healthcare. You're absolutely right.
2: Men are much less likely to seek help and support, whether it's a physical matter, whether it's a mental health matter, has real life consequences. My parents are exactly the same. My mum is the first person down the doctor's surgery my dad yeah. is the last person to go down there yeah. we tried to convince him to get a well man check because you're supposed to have that over a certain age everyone should have that get the basics done that took ages eventually when he got it done and they said yeah, everything's fine he was like right see told you waste the, time. waste the time I can I can go and have that massive fry up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <exactly>. yeah.
2: <laughs> it is a pain but he's the same with his hearing we're trying to currently convince him to go and get a hearing test and he won't do it yeah but what
1: but what is he scared of
2: that he's gonna to be told that there's something wrong I know That's but the it. thing
1: like like you can't even see my dad's hearing aid now and now he's like he can hear like a pin drop can't he and it, it, it I think my dad wishes, him, wishes that it? he did it, but I think he wished he did it sooner because, yeah. like, oh my yeah. god, all this time I've like not been hearing things. So he's yeah. like, I wish I did it
2: sooner. Secretly, I think my dad likes it because, like <laughs> yeah, you see, I can tune my mum out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can- yeah. Selective hearing is what he's got. Anyway.
0: So, I think we've got a slight problem here with stubbornness and strength being muddled together in some people's heads. And if we talk about strength, that scene, yeah. rightly or wrongly, ladies, gentlemen, and theys, as a masculine trait, I stood my yes. ground. I held my yes. strength. I didn't give way. Biceps bulging, holding off. So, if stubbornness is a sign of masculinity, is it any surprise that men like to hold their ground and be stubborn because they feel more manly from it? That could that be something else that's feeding it? Absolutely. Like it goes back to that point of where's it come from? It's about boys being put on a pedestal.
2: Boys being told that they're right. Boys being told that they have to be a certain way, they have to be in charge, they have to be the leaders and they, and it breeds that kind of stubborn inflexibility that goes with it. I'm right, I'm the man, I'm the big man and therefore I'm in charge and I'm the one who's gonna be, who basically can't be wrong. That fortunately, I think particularly with younger people nowadays is changing. I think our ideas of masculinity are changing. I'm very conscious of the fact that we're having a very binary conversation here when it comes to, you know, we're talking about genders as uh, male and female and we have to acknowledge that life isn't that simple.
0: Um,
2: Unfortunately, I think our ideas and feelings around masculinity are changing as well. But it comes from, there's that traditional view, isn't there? There's this narrative that we need to change that blokes are always told that they're right.
1: Selling a little or a lot? because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com
0: slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: I don't know if you've read any Mo Guddott. His books are brilliant. He's been on Bartlett twice. And I think it's better to talk about this traditionally masculine and feminine traits So it doesn't matter whether you're a boy or a girl or somewhere in between. There are traits, just like in French, there are masculine and feminine nouns. There are tropes and traits in our culture which are perceived or taken as historically masculine or or feminine, and these have an effect depending on your body identity and your gender identity and all of that. So it's maybe a Mm. safer way, but I'm not shy about using provocative generalisations on you if it gets to a nuanced discussion. Sometimes you've got to be a bit of a Jeremy Clarkson to end up (laughs) as a non clarkson I was trying to think of a a good example then, as a Caroline Lucas. Um, What about making change, Linz? I think men are worse at making change. So stubbornness where they stick to a certain way or a certain mode or a certain relationship. And I think women are sometimes more flexible with that. I mean, you see it on a most basic level. I even used to have a stand-up routine about it. Those of us that are lucky enough to hang on to our hair, monoxysmal, derma, rolling, different podcasts, is uh, men seem to develop what I call hair and music freeze around about 40 or 50. with Whatever hairstyle they've got, they'll have until they die. They'll like the music they like. (laughs) They'll have the friends they like. And everything sort of freezes, whereas you'll see an old lady in her 80s changing her hair, trying new things, going off around the world. She might even remarry. Women just seem to be more fle- <laughs> flexible, don't they, Lindsay? Don't you think? When it comes to change, I, th- I think they're possibly
1: flexible, but I don't know. The females in our we're very female led in our family. We've got this the men, you know, f- there's not many of them around, and we, we are very strong willed and very stubborn. I feel like I've gotten better, and I'm I'm less I'm not as stubborn as I used to be, am Emma Russell. Like from ten years ago, oh, dear. I'm not as bad. No. no.
0: Um, Wait, what did we rehearse? No, darling, you are not.
1: (laughs) Um, So I... Read from the script, I'll fucking hurt you. No, but I I think, I I don't know, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because we are really stubborn. We are a a family of stubborn females, all of them, even my six-year-old now. Okay, well,
0: let me ask you a more difficult question then because you're going to have to, if you want to keep taking it there, do you think stubbornness leads to lack of progress with achieving your life goals achieving relationship goals and achieving happiness and can you can you see a link between goals achieved and and stubbornness and, and not facing up to things
1: yeah 100% so like well, we've had a i've had like several breakdowns today as i was telling you just as a I came on um, and, uh, yeah, several, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh. I, and so, but I know you. when we speak to each other and you're, you're speaking sense and you're like, you know, maybe, you know, you can't change the way she's been with you.
0: For listeners, what we're talking about, we're talking about our six-year-old at the moment who is like twins in one head and makes me look yeah. like, me looks like a calm Buddha. That's the child we yeah. created.
1: Yes. And so you're, I understand what you're saying to me. Like, you know, you can't control like what she's doing, but you can control how you react to it. And that makes yeah. complete sense. But a part of me is like, no, I'm the mom, I'm the adult, and what I say goes. And there's a part... So we've got this battle of, like just a battle you know she wants to be right she wants you know yeah yeah and and i'm and i want to be right because i'm the woman i'm the parent Mm. and so we've got a real battle here against each other
0: but my point is ranch there's a point where determination is absolutely valid but where it crosses over into stubbornness and i would argue the difference is determination carries on helping you achieve the goal you want a well-behaved in in this occasion a well-behaved calm happy child that's doing what you fucking want, but in a calm, emotionally integrated way. It moves into stubbornness where you're holding your ground despite yourself and still yep. not getting the results the going, nonetheless, that's my fucking ground and I'm holding it. <laughs>
1: and that, that's how my day, so my day's ended like this and <laughs> we're having a breakdown. Do you know what I your six-year-old
0: even... needs? Your six-year-old needs uh... this. Dr. Ranj's brain power. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I need. That's, <laughs> that's what I need. need.
1: That's what I need. Right, I'm going to get
0: that. Do you see what I mean, Ranj? Have you had times in your life where determination's obviously absolutely yeah. been necessary? You can't have got to where you've got to without being determined. But where you're entrenching a position beyond where it's used Useful. We see it in our politicians. We see it in our families. Mm. Have you ever had anything like happen to you, where you thought now's the time to let go?
2: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I get that point about determination, but sometimes you can use stubbornness in a positive way, can't you? Mm-hmm. Where you just like, no, I'm not letting this defeat me. I'm going to push through, and I'm like, it's it's kind of sort of lends itself a little bit to resilience, doesn't it? Just being stuck. I'm I'm saying this to a point. You know, there gets some to a point where that elastic band just snaps. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you're damaging you might you might still be totally like still in the middle and calm and resilient but things are crumbling around you because of your stomach. We all know people like yeah. that. Oh, I'm not fucked off. I'm not bothered and I'm going Yeah, no, but you've got I'm you, not gonna you've go got, back got to like work.
1: a weird amount of willpower. Like I've never met anyone like you with willpower. Like you yeah. are one in a million with your willpower. Don't know how you do it. Yeah. Honestly. Absolutely. What what willpower like, do? do you I know like mean? No, just in general, with anything that filters through yeah. from everything, you could be you could be dying with your, a missing arm and leg, and you'd still go to the gym and work out. You could have blood coming out, I'd <laughs> be,
0: be done in half the time because there's only one leg yeah. and arm. No, but this is what, but this is what I mean.
1: Where you know, like, like I read the book, uh, the book that you wish your parents read. So mm. in terms of like communicating and like. I understand, and, you know, when you did this or did that, it made me feel this way. Like, I, I, I can hear it in my head, but a part of me is like, oh, no, I can't fucking say it because she's really pissed me <laughs> off. And I, and so the, I, I've got, like, twins on my shoulder, one saying, you know, be understanding, and the other one's like, no, you're the parent, and she's six, and she's pushing boundaries. So I'm aware of it, I just can't help myself.
0: I think what Ranji's saying, what I'm trying to say is... To all the listeners, whatever you're trying to do, whether you're trying to achieve a goal at work, whether you're trying to parent a child, whatever, the stubbornness ceases to be useful when it's having the opposite effect on the goal. We all know where that point is and we've all gone past it. I've definitely been a CUNT that sat there going, oh, I don't care. Oh, it's out there get going rusty. Good, I'm not moving. I won't give in. Whereas really, why leave something outside to go rusty that you care about? A sensible thing to do yeah. would be get it in, have a discussion about leaving things out in the garden. That's That's what should have happened. No, I will maliciously rust my own possession, just to stubbornly sit, and that—that's the issue. We have. This yeah. is my—it's fa- funny what you're saying about resilience, Andrew. You, you, you'll love this. One of my favourite stubbornness facts. <laughs> Stubbornness can help you live longer. It seems people can stubbornly choose to, no, I will not be dying today. <laughs> According to a study on psychological traits that may lead to longevity, which involved a group of admittedly only 29 participants, but they were all ages 90 to 101 years old. It was found that stubbornness helped participants they mentally vigorous because they were less likely to care about what others thought of them and in turn yeah. would have less external yeah. stress from it. As a stand up that's terrifying. How am I even alive now? I spent every night being calibrated by a thousand people I should have died years ago <laughs> yeah
2: but there's a there's a massive caveat to this so I'm not a very stubborn person at all which is why when you said have you ever been stubborn to the point where it's been harmful I'm like no I'm actually quite a malleable person
0: yeah I'm the same people pleaser
2: yeah I'm a people pleaser and do you know what I'm always open to other ideas and I'm all I'm because I grew up in a very controlling family my decisions weren't mine so they were always my parents therefore my opinion didn't bloody matter
0: so what, what- <laughs> so how come <laughs> were they were strict was it a religious upbringing was it what, they're what just very
2: traditional how- they're very traditional very traditional asian working class family you know what what we say goes doesn't really matter what your opinion is or what you think and it was kind of like yeah right okay fair enough me being stubborn is totally counterproductive then isn't it yeah doesn't it help anyone whereas my brother who's a year younger than me uh, during the pandemic went through a really rough time with his mental health like really really rough classic bloke thinking i'm fine there's nothing wrong it's all going to be all right buried his head in the sand stubbornly did not speak up or seek help and got into really big trouble because of it both in terms of his life and his mental health and it was so hard even to the point where he asked for help when he'd hit rock bottom he was still being stubborn and resisting and saying i don't want to i don't want to see my doctor or you know i don't want to seek out this help I don't, want to do, I don't want to see a counsellor. And I'm like, oh, it's yeah. just dri- it just drives me mad. And I don't understand yeah. it. I just don't understand that.
0: What can men do? I mean, it's just from, from someone who sort of understands the human body and how we react to stress better than most, is there anything we can change? Is it checking in more? Do men need to hang out with their friends more in person? Have we lost that? Is, does that help?
2: We can talk about all of that stuff, but there are some people who will not change. Because it's so ingrained in them that they're very resistant to it because they just can't. They can't see outside their pattern of behavior and thinking. For me, I think it's got to be about, right, what are we going to do about the people coming up? What are we going to do about the next generation? We've got to role model for them. We have to start role modeling these behaviors and making it acceptable to be like that and normalizing it. You know, it shouldn't be the exception that blokes start to talk about their feelings. It shouldn't be. It is currently because blokes have never been allowed to do it and they've never been encouraged to do it. And now we're trying to undo those wrongs. From now on, we've got to role model that stuff. And we're seeing younger people being more open to that, thankfully. But it's going to take a really long time. But we've got a role model for our peers. We've got a role model for our kids and our young people. And anyone that's in any kind of i think public position where they're seen and they're visible you have a responsibility to to role model especially as a bloke which is why i get really annoyed at certain people who get catapulted in the media and on screen who have very i think negative role modelling behaviours we're talking about the it might be your mate I'm not going to we're talking about the ant
0: middletons of the
2: world who I have a fundamental problem with, and he knows.
0: Not a programme I'll be doing in a hurry, that one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's, you know, that might be his personality. That actually made him very, very successful. Unfortunately, when you sat down and looked at that pattern of behaviour and the kinds of things he was saying and doing, it actually wasn't very healthy, I think, for young minds. You go
0: right to the top of the tree. I mean, look at the Prime Minister who's just outgoing. Bo- yeah. Boris, affairs, this and that, bluster, lies are okay. It's all just banter, squeezing a girl's tit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. At the very top of the tree in our country, the highest office you can hold. Not exactly role modelling masculinity, was it? And Trump. And um, Putin and, you
2: know, yeah, these yeah. people who are in power. And it's always, you know, when they do something wrong, it's boys will be boys, isn't it? It's kind of yeah. like forgiven because of that. Whereas whenever you've had a female or woman in power... They're scrutinized so much. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so
1: true. Yeah, but look at the different ways in the media when the women are hound. I mean, look at you yeah. know, like and and deck like with yeah. Ant going through all that, and then you've got Holly, yeah. you know, Holly, and then you've Caroline, like Caroline, Caroline at and, the time, friend of yeah. mine, yeah. I mean, look at Megan as well. Um, you know that she's—it's awful. Like when you go, when you go online and you see all the horrible stuff. Like it's—it's yeah. it's really bad. And you know, so I do think you know women do are having it different.
0: Okay, guys, we're going to take a break there. That is the end of part one.
2: Small details are big surfaces.